Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed, and I'm Ken Napsok for another edition of Spotlight Star Wars. Here we are. A lot of Star Wars news this week, and I don't always just like to 
break down and react to the news. We talk about other things. Uh, but I do want to talk about more stuff about Rogue One. Exciting stuff. Cool little tidbits. And a uh, little, uh, little apprehension and nervousness as a fan on some of the stories resurfacing on the reshoots. But they're just stories. Believe what you hear with a grain of salt, with a half kernel of truth. Sometimes, yeah, with a smoke, there's fire. And I think there's definitely going to be an interesting story to be told about the making of Rogue One. Just like I, I think there will one day be a interesting story that will come out about the making of The Force Awakens. I think things we've seen so far are very much through the Lucasfilm Disney Eye, every documentary released is there, and I don't want to hear all the bad stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm just fascinated by the behind the scenes of of all these big projects, not just the simple making of, but I like hearing some of the obstacles and a little bit of the drama. And again, not from a gossipy point of view, or I like to hear the bad news or the fighting. It's fascinating. One of my favorite books of all time is The Late Shift, which tells the story of Johnny Carson stepping down and Leno and Letterman battling for his spot. It is the one of the most fascinating books you'll ever read about power and, and the politics and the business of show business and Force Awakens had that too. It had to have had it. And I mean that in good ways. The story, the, the narrative of just getting Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher back on board is, is pretty impressive in its own right. And we've heard a lot about it. But I'd love to hear the untold stories. Uh, the, Harrison's injury, we don't get that addressed a lot. Eh? He probably doesn't want that addressed a lot. And there's also, uh, you know, you can't really address it officially from Lucasfilm because there's link lawsuits going on. So, yeah, you're not going to get that kind of stuff. But I'm looking for down the line. I'm talking about a good making of The Force Awakens book. Uh, maybe our friend Chris Taylor does that book. Uh, you know, read his his book, How Star Wars Conquered the Galaxy uh, Universe, I should say. Um, uh, and uh, th- that book tells just fascinating tales of the makings of all the movies. I just love that kind of stuff. And Rogue One is already shaping up to have that kind of stuff. So even if you believe what you're reading on the internet, or we'd even uh, whatever, even people like myself are talking about, it's all just. Hearsay, conjecture, uh, rumors, and, and, and our own free thoughts. But some of that stuff is true. You know, some of that stuff has to be true. Suicide Squad comes out and it's a mess, or some might say it's an enjoyable mess. It's going to make a lot of money, that's for sure. But I knew people in the industry back in May who were saying it's a mess. And the, the reshoot rumors... Somewhat true, you know, but you're going to get the big denials. I have friends with some bigger level actors, and they say, look, by the time the publicists come out to deny it, that means it's true. And that's not always the case in every case. Um, But more Rogue One stuff coming up this past week, if Tony Gilroy is involved in the, uh, not necessarily the reshoots, but the edits and overseeing the edits, Gareth Edwards is having, quote, input into it. Uh, yeah, look, and this is what they did on Godzilla, which uh, to some was uh, not a movie uh, that they enjoyed. So I understand just based on those internet headlines that are going to be floating in your face, we as Star Wars fans might be uh, a little nervous. 
But I, uh, we addressed this the first time around when the, when the reshoots uh, exploded, the news stories about that. And I'll reiter- reiterate it. If they're going to get it right, get it right and do what you have to do to get it right. Um, uh, Gareth Edwards, whether it's him or Tony Gilroy or anyone else, get it right. Look at what Marvel films do and the process that they have. There's some processes in place internally. That if uh, the movie doesn't hit a certain score in, in private in-house pre-screenings, the director has to back off a little bit and other people have to kind of come in and it doesn't happen often. But Marvel has a system for success. You cannot argue with that system of success. Does it sometimes mean the movies are cookie cutter? And I mean that respect. Respectfully, as much as I can, they are superhero movies. They're going to have Act One, Act Two, Act Three, and the bad guy is going to try to do something bad, and the good guy is going to try to stop. There's only so much I think you can do with those kind of stories, but they have been successful, so you can't argue with that. So, if Lucasfilm and Disney want to apply that in some way to the ever now expanding Star Wars universe, I'm fine with that, and you should be fine with that too. A lot of thought has gone into it. A lot of thought goes into these stories. So if there was something off with the first uh, looks at Rogue One, we as fans want them to correct it, right? That's what we talked about in the last couple months. But to hear it come out again, I, I admit, makes me feel a little dubious. And the lack of a, of a trailer to the general public, though they definitely released one at celebrations, um, but uh, I don't think it, other than the Vader shadow, I don't think it exposed uh, much more of the film, which on one hand is very good, because I want to go in completely surprised. But not getting a trailer yet, or they released the TV spot that was just the, the first teaser cut up again. You could read into all that kind of stuff if you like to dig in and, and, and rumor monger and, and explode it all up. And hey, well, yes, I'm talking about it, I'm just trying to maybe put some common sense into the situation, that we as a fandom um, kind of get ourselves in a, in a tizzy over all of these things, and it's and it's easy to make little jokes about it, I certainly do it on the Schmoes No podcast and movie show um, with my news, um, a lot of that's entertainment, uh, don't read too much into what I'm thinking on that sometimes, um, but as it pertains to Rogue One, I am still so excited, and while I might go, hmm, uh, they better get this right, please get this right. I am comforted by the fact, as a lifelong fan, who will always be a Star Wars fan, it is for life. I am comforted by the fact that they, uh, they want to get this right and are taking steps that they feel are needed to get it right. I already think the movie's going to look beautiful. I think we all can agree on that. Uh, everything so far that publicly uh, has gone out about Rogue One, I think is, uh, I'll call it home runs and doubles and RBI triples, man. There's, there's nothing that I've seen so far of Rogue One and teaser, the behind-the-scenes footage, the figures, the uh, costume displays, even at San Diego Comic-Con, seeing two tubes and uh, the new character that was revealed and some of the outfits up close, um, even down to the detail, the music in the teaser. Um, I, I got to say, everything's been great. I've enjoyed Pretty much all of it. I can't think of anything dramatically negative that I haven't liked that's come out of Rogue One. It's just the stories that we hear that filter onto the internet that makes us think that there's something bad going on. So we got to believe what we see so far and uh, rest uh, assured as best we can that they have got uh, Disney Lucasfilm's got this under control. And that it's going to be a Star Wars story that excites us all and then, uh, you know, going to explode the franchise out more into other movies. 
heard this week, too, that Bail Organa, Jimmy Smith's, looking like uh, he admitted to being uh, in Rogue One in a very, very tiny role. And I like that. That makes sense. It's like on the smaller scale, uh, what we say with Ewan, uh, Ewan McGregor and Obi-Wan. You got an actor who nailed it once, did a great job. He's still going around. He's still... He's still out there playing the game, and you got him at the perfect age to make Obi-Wan movies. That's why we want it so much as fans, most of us. Uh, definitely me and Joseph Scrimshaw. Same with uh, Jimmy Smith's as Bail Organa. He's, uh, he's age-appropriate. He's aged just as Bail Organa would have at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Um, he's a key figure. He's mentioned in New Hope. He is Leia's adopted father. So... The fact that uh, he wouldn't be in Rogue One would almost not make sense. So uh, I, I get it's not a, a big part. It's it's a, a blink-and-you-miss cameo, possibly, uh, allegedly in the uh, behind-the-scenes uh, footage that was released about Rogue One, about the minute and four mark, you see a shadowy uh, Bail Organa in there, um, something like that, and uh, he didn't necessarily deny it in a recent interview, said it's a... You like said uh, a cameo, or even what's what's faster than a cameo. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited that Bail Organa is there, uh, and I'm excited again, like we we all know, um, that uh, um, that uh, you know that uh, uh, they've brought the same actress back to be Mon Mothma, who's in the prequels, and and her and Jimmy Smiths had a, a lot of scenes that were cut and not shown. Uh, in the uh, final version of Revenge of the Sith. So, hey, they, let's bring them back. It makes sense and excited. I'm excited. You should be excited. I've never thought I'd be excited at the words Bail Organa, but it's kind of cool. kind of makes this movie feel like it is connected to the story at large, as it should be. It's an important story in Star Wars lore, and I like the connection to the prequels. I am not afraid of connecting to the prequels. I think you know that about me. I think you know that about Joseph Scrimshaw uh, and us here at Force Center. We're, we're not afraid of the prequels. Doesn't mean we think they're perfect. Doesn't mean we don't think they have real stupid moments in them and big questions that we uh, don't fully understand and never really get the answers for. But the prequels are there. They're part of the Star Wars story, and there's a lot to that story that we like. So to have uh, Rogue One connect... And just in terms of actors to the prequels, I think it's a good thing. I think it is a good thing. Um, Daisy Ridley. This this thing about Daisy Ridley leaving Instagram and now she said, um, uh, I just want to take a break. I'm on my phone too much. But really it happened. She, she made, uh, um, I, I guess it was some... Uh, gun control type statements and the internet jumped on her and you know this isn't about your own personal politics or beliefs or everything it's just a just a shame and 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 people even started reaching out to john boyega to try to get her back and he was like hey she's her, her own person and she's going to make a decision and i'm going to support it i wouldn't dare tell her to come back to something she doesn't want to do and it just speaks to a bigger problem with us fans and 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 to be clear, the people that probably uh, attacked her and jumped on her, um, some people just want to watch the world burn. But it angered me. She may come back. I think her Facebook page, her official Facebook page is still up and running. Um, but she was fun to watch. She, she, we as Star Wars fans are so, you know, you all know me. I, I just embrace the character of Rey. And Daisy Ridley is just a delight. And i got a big career ahead of her, I believe. And uh, to see, she's always, her Instagram feed is always inspirational. It's funny. It makes you smile. It's got exclusives with Mark Hamill climbing on her back. 
and uh, you know, given a little hint of what episode eight might be, it's got all that kind of stuff. Uh, it is a, um, a the happiness is kind of infectious, or, or was infectious on Daisy Ridley's Instagram page. So to see it go out um, and go away because uh, a Star Wars fan base didn't like something she may have said, which wasn't too much and wasn't too dramatic, kind of saddens me. And I think we can do better as fans. And again, I don't think those are. The everyday normal fans. I'm not going to do that. You out there aren't going to do that. But it is a reminder of of um, the people that are on the other side of the cameras and the mics who are who are giving themselves to you for uh, the the greater cause. In this case, Star Wars, and we all love it. And uh, you know, we got to have a symbiotic relationship. Daisy Ridley's of the world and us fans, and we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't forget their people. And with this, this tone. This change in tone, this growing malicious tone of the internet, and it's been growing for years, but now it's starting to reach a fever pitch because we're seeing a lot of stuff like this and what happened with Leslie Jones after Ghostbusters on Twitter, which was disgusting uh, and disturbing. Um, we talk about fail safes and, and all that kind of stuff and how to how uh, uh, Instagram or Twitter can react to it. You know, there's terms of service, I think. Um, more particularly stuff with Leslie Jones and, and the racial component and the threats. Um, there's terms of service. Yeah, there's free speech, but there's terms of service. And if you violate the terms of service of Twitter, boom, you're gone. Um, that might have to be more strong. And I wish uh, Instagram and Twitter kind of under the same hat now, but, uh, you know, I wish there was something in place over there too. Um, so all this to say that Ramble, if, 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 uh, if, uh, if you know someone who was attacking Daisy Ridley, you send her our way. And uh, let's, uh, let's maybe try to get her back in a nice, polite way. But don't beg John Boyega. Maybe she'll come back and we'll get some great stuff. Some, you know, I was actually getting fitness tips from Daisy Ridley's Instagram page. She's, she works out hard. And I was watching some of those videos. It was better watching some YouTube instructional videos uh, on how to uh, get, the, get her better pump on in the gym. She, she is a workout queen. and uh, that, That's gone now. Thank you, Internet. You've taken that away from me. I can't learn how to squat uh, in a better fashion from Daisy Ridley. Ray was teaching me a lot of things. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. 
It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So from that note, which is somewhat positive and somewhat negative, and what I'm trying to be positive about with Rogue One, I got to talk about whale ships. I, and I may have mentioned this stuff before. I know if you've worked with me, uh, uh, I've mentioned it in the office a lot. The Star Wars uh, Darth Vader comic, which has been uh, has moments has had absolute moments of brilliance. Uh, some of my favorite moments. Uh, some of them, one of them, actually made my top fifty Star Wars moments show. Uh, I, I overall love the Darth Vader comic, but there's been some things I haven't liked, and 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 a lot of it related to this this doctor, this this Kylo Silo, I guess it's C Y L O Silo, who's uh, kind of a cybernetically enhanced doctor, gone through like five bodies now. He's genetically enhanced or uh, android enhanced. He's uh, he's he's a sci-fi mess. And the Emperor tasks him to, uh, after the Battle of Yavin, invaders fail there, and then they fail at the uh, m- at the beginning of the Star Wars uh, comic run. Um, they, uh, they, they, Silo is is told to create some super people, some cybernetics, some cybernetic students, and uh, they're going to test they're going to test Vader. And I can get behind it to a point, but it wasn't my favorite thing. But I wrote it out. I like the I like the other characters. I like Triple Zero. Um, I like the uh, BT, the, uh, the the murderous astromech droid, droid, and I like Doctor Aphra. And, I, and there's a lot of stuff in the Vader comic. And I said it's just brilliant. It's great. Um, but this the silo, I just can't get behind it. And then he's got these whale ships, and they're like space whales, and not like I, I don't believe they're necessarily what are those the Purgle. 
Those are the space whales that can jump to hyperspace, and they appeared in the Rebels uh, show. Um, that was a stretch for me, too. I, maybe I just don't... No, it's not, I like whales. I grew up liking whales. I had, a, I had stuffed Shamu dolls. I apologize. I did go to SeaWorld as a kid. We didn't know better. It was, it was different times. But I like whales. Uh, so I should like space whales, too, right? I don't. I don't. And, and, and this fleet of whale ships is literally whales turned into spaceships. They're like, the ships are like engineered into the whales. I don't even know if the whales are alive. I don't know what's going on there. I'm going to have to do some research. And, and and they factor in very heavily to the last couple comics as the Vader series runs down. The last issue is actually coming out r- rather soon. Um, I'm t- I, like, I just can't get behind it. We're, we're a couple steps away from just putting Jackson, the X-Wing fighter pilot rabbit, back into canon. You might as well at this point. It's a nitpicky thing. I'm Now I'm being the a-hole fan. I get it. And if I'm wrong, I want you to correct me out there. Please, please do. Hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. Hashtag I Love Whale Ships. Uh, if, if you're all for the whale ships. I just... It took it, and, and Scrimshaw will say it too, because he doesn't like when Star Wars sometimes goes too far into sci-fi, because Star Wars really isn't sci-fi. It's epic fantasy. It's space saga more than space sci-fi. And I agree with that. I agree with that notion wholeheartedly. And so to see a cybernetically enhanced doctor who's in his fifth body challenging Vader with his uh, cybernetically enhanced young Padawan learners, in a way, um, and they're doing it from a a fleet of whale ships. One of them goes up against Vader's ship, the Executor. I have... I don't want to say problems like I'm an a-hole fan who doesn't uh, appreciate the large amount of awesome Star Wars content I get so much now. But I tell you, I just it just doesn't sit well with me. And maybe I'm, I'm doing a call out to you guys there listening to me to help me get through this. Much like I often reach out to Joseph Scrimshaw and say, I don't like this scene in Star Wars. I don't like how Han Solo died comfort me, counsel me, and get me through it. Maybe that's a reach out to you guys now, the fans here at Spotlight Star Wars, who listen to my monologue every Saturday when it comes up, sometimes Sunday. I apologize. Um, Am I wrong to dislike the whale ships? Because I love all the content over there at Marvel and the Star Wars comics. Though, uh, some of it, again, hit and miss. That's going to happen. That's part of being creative. Sometimes you're going to hit a home run. Sometimes you bloop in a single. Um, overall, it's been a giant success. Overall, when I go to my comic shop every other week and there's a stack of Star Wars comics, I'm giddy as a schoolboy. Absolutely giddy. Um, but I, uh, whale ships, I'm having trouble. So I'm reaching out to you guys there in the Spotlight Star Wars universe. Help me accept whale ships. Or tell me... No, you're actually right. Whale ships are a little out there. That's the lesson for today. It's all about being nice to Daisy Ridley on Instagram and trying to accept or come to terms with whale ships. Short show today, guys. I got to move on to some fun things, but we got a lot more things coming here on the Force Center podcast feed. We got uh, new shows, a new personality joining. Don't forget, on August 15th, 
15th, uh, Monday, 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 I will uh, will be appearing on the 100th episode of Jedi Alliance over on the Popcorn Talk Network. I'll be joining Mark, Donica, John Roca. It looks like Joseph Scrimshaw's uh, coming back out. Me and uh, I'm hoping Mon Garrett too. Uh, we've uh, we've been talking, trying to work out schedules to get over there. And I, uh, I'm excited to return to the show that Maud and I helped launch along with the Schmoes No Guys on the Popcorn Talk Network. Um, Going to be fun, so look for that August 15th live. I believe it's still 2 p.m. PST, but it will be available on demand on the Popcorn Talk YouTube channel and, of course, on iTunes. Going to be fun. Definitely love going back to where it all began. Guys, at a Spotlight Star Wars for this week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes to the Force Center Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. Follow me at CatNapsock. And if you want to have a little Star Wars conversation with me, please hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. I'll see it. We'll talk about it. And I will try to understand whale ships. So until next time, may that Force thing kind of sort of always remain around you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.